You smile to somebody beside you. Sing one more time. Say, I need you. You need me. You need me. Nobody smiling this morning. We are a part of God's world. Hey, yeah. Agree with me. For we are a part of God's body. We are a part.
Let's begin to pray to the Lord. The Father, this year, make me a blessing to others. May I not continue to be a pain to people around me, but a benefit, a blessing to as many that comes my way. The Father, as I wait on you, for as many that we use to bless my life, to extend your help to me, may I release myself unto you to be a blessing to other, not a pain. Walk upon my life, O Lord, that every contact I have with fellow human beings will be a contact of joy. Every utterances of my mouth shall be utterances seasoned with grace. Every action of mine shall be action or actions that will have value, positive values to others. Make me a true Christian indeed this year. According to the, word, to the song that we have heard, I need you to survive. Lord, help me, Lord, to daily realize that others need me to survive as I need them also to survive. May I never fail in my duty. May I never disappoint those who are waiting for me to be a blessing. Pray to God. I don't want to be a misfit. I don't want to be a useless vessel in your hand. I don't want to be a sanding simba without impact. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. That as I reflect on the content of this song, help me, Father, to make necessary adjustment in my life. To make necessary adjustment in the way I relate with others. Thank you, Father. Eternal Father, we bless you this morning for bringing us together to bless our lives again. Thank you, Lord, for the way you began the journey with us this year. Thank you, Lord, for the help we've received from you for the past 21 days of waiting upon you. Thank you for the spirit impartation. Thank you, Lord, for the abundance of rain that we have received. We bless you, Lord. Accept our thanks in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we've heard you again through song this morning that we need one another to survive. Father, we pray that whatever you have to do in our lives this year to be better individuals in our community, wherever you find ourselves, wherever you position us, Father, we pray that you do such a unique work of transformation in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. That which that will make us more relevant, more useful to others, you will do in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Speak to us again, Lord. Bless our understanding. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Now, welcome to the presence of the Lord today. We give God the glory. 
for bringing us together again to worship him and to celebrate him. I would like to welcome those who are here today for the first time. I don't know whether someone is here today. Today is your first Sunday of worshiping with us in this church. I would like to welcome you in a special way. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. You are welcome in the name of the Lord. We are glad to have you. Oh, my sister here, God bless you. We have two of them here. Do we have another person? Today is your first Sunday here. Glory of the Lord, you are welcome in the name of the Lord. Love you in the name of the Lord. Yes, we love you in the name of the Lord. We see all over you the glory of the Lord. Yes, we love you in the Lord. You are welcome in the name of the Lord. We are glad to have you in our midst. I will pray that the Lord will hold out your step to this place today. We we'll bless you in a special way in the name of Jesus Christ. Your coming here today will be a blessing to you and a, a blessing to the body of Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. The card they give you, just give, fill it immediately after the service. You, the visitors parlor, I mean the guest parlor will attend to you and um, we will welcome you properly again. Let's turn our Bibles with me to 2 Samuel chapter 9. 2 Samuel chapter 9. It has 13 verses. And I will quickly rush through the old 13 verses. 2 Samuel chapter 9. I'm reading from English Standard Version. 2 Samuel chapter 9. Are we there? And David said, Is there still anyone left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. And they called him to David. And the king said to him, Are you Ziba? And he said, I'm your servant. And the king said, Is there not still someone of the house of Saul that may show the kindness of God to him? Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is crippled in his feet. The king said to him, Where is he? And Ziba said to the king, he is in the house of Micaiah, the son of Amel, at Lodiba. Then King David sent and brought him from the house of Micaiah, the son of Amel, at Lodiba. And Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and paid homage. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold, I am your servant. And David said to him, Do not fear, for I will show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. And I will restore to you all the land of Saul, your father, and you shall eat at my table always. And he paid homage and said, What is your servant that you show, show regard 
for a dead dog such as I. Then the king called Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, All that belong to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's grandson. And you and your sons and your servant shall till the land for him and shall bring him the produce that your, your master's son may have bread to eat. But Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, shall always eat at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then Ziba said to the king, according to all that my lord the king commands, his servants, so will your servant do. So Mephibosheth heads at David's table like one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all who lived in Ziba's house became Mephibosheth's servants. So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, for he had always at the king's table. Now he was lame in both his, his feet. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, God has promised us that this year, 2022, is going to be a year of his help for our lives. And uh, I want us to know again and again that when God promised, he's able and capable of fulfilling his promise. If any one of us will not enjoy divine help for this year and for the years to come, it can never be God's fault. It will rather be our fault. And last week, we began to look at uh, the keys that we need to assess divine help. We said assessing divine help is not something that will get automatic. The fact that God promised that I'm going to do this for you, there are some of his promises that are conditional. There are some that are not conditional. And when God's promises are conditional, until you pay your own part of the bargain, the promise will not come to pass. And the first key we began to look at since last Sunday is the key of relationship. And right there, we're able to discover that we have two levels of relationship. Relationship with God, that is vertical. And, that is, uh, and relationship with fellow human beings, which is horizontal. And last Sunday, we tried to look at the place of our relationship with God that is very vital. If anybody is going to enjoy God's help, you must have a relationship with him. And we saw the conversation between Jesus Christ and that Canaanite woman that was begging Jesus for help. And the Bible says that Jesus ignored him until she persisted. She persisted so much to the point that the disciples went to Jesus and they said, send her away. She's disturbing us. And Jesus looked, finally looked at her and he said, how do you expect me to give what belongs to, I mean, the children's food to a dog like you? Remember, Jesus was not addressing a dog, human being. But he described him as a dog. That is, it is not right. He said it is not right to give that which belongs to the children 
to a dog, to an outsider, to a stranger. I don't know you. You don't know me. Even if you know me, I don't know you. You know me as a miracle worker. I don't know you. Today there are people that know Jesus Christ as a miracle worker. Every crusade ground must be there. Every place they know that is happening must be there. But Jesus don't know them. And running after Jesus sometimes may not guarantee someone assessing his help. But it's very, very important that we take time to know him, to develop a relationship with him. And if this year is going to be a better year in my life, in your life, we must strengthen our relationship with Jesus. The closer we are getting to the end of the age, the tougher the journey is becoming. And that is why you see people falling away. You see people going down in their faith. The love of the world is becoming, is taking an upper, upper place in people's life. The love, the love for God and things of God is wasking cold because the devil wants life to be miserable. The closer we get to the end of the age, the more miserable we want to make life for us. And he knows that the only way by which Others may be under the sway of the devil. And you'll be exempted is through, I mean, a close relationship with Jesus. So I beg of you this year, if you really want to enjoy God, want to enjoy his help, strengthen your relationship with him. God will not do a lot of things in our lives if our relationship with him is not correct. Hallelujah. And today we want to look at the other side of our relationship. Relationship with fellow human beings. Sometimes one may look at it that does that one matter? I told us last Sunday that there are certain things that God will want to do in your life but will not do that. Check through the Bible. Majority of help that people were enjoying from God, it was only few that were supernatural. That doesn't involve any woman engagement. Majority, God will channel it through one person or the other. God will position somebody somewhere. God will prepare somebody and position the person in a way to deliver the help into your life. I place the message on the bulletin. And the message it does. Life is about touching and blessing others. Whatever positive action or inaction you sow, good or bad, you do to others, is surely coming back to you. If not today, it may be tomorrow. But it must surely return to you either directly or indirectly. Therefore, live this one life you have as an investment with the harvest in view. Live this one life that you have as an investment with the harvest in view. You see, we are in a world that whatever goes wrong comes wrong. And we see a lot of things happening around us on daily basis. But sometimes we just walk away. 
without taking cognizance of those things and pick necessary lessons from them. Of recent, I watched some videos on social media. In one of them, a lady was going for an interview in an organization. As she boarded a vehicle, and another woman also boarded that vehicle after her, and when the woman entered that vehicle, she was begging the lady to, to shift, to give, a, give her a little space to, to sit down. And right there, the lady began to fight the, the woman. Serious fighting. And the woman managed. This is a woman that had the driver with the official car. But when the driver got to her house, they, she discovered that the vehicle had a, a, a fault, and the vehicle may eventually break down the road. So she left the driver with the vehicle and said, let me go and get a commercial vehicle. And after she fought that woman very well, lambasted, insulted her so much. Both of them, they got to the front of that uh, establishment. They highlighted from the vehicle, each of them walking. And when it was time for the interview, they started calling them one after the other. This foolish lady virtually discovered that the woman she has insulted very well happened to be the chairperson on the interview panel. And she was shivering like a trailer that want to, that has, with empty fuel, empty, empty, without fuel. She was shaking. And the woman was smiling. And the woman said, we have gone through all the CVs here. You have the best. But you don't deserve this job. Because you lack character. Then I watched another video too. Of one small boy, a destitute, who needed ordinary water. As she was wandering around, then she knocked a woman's house to beg for water. And the woman said, ah, the way I'm looking at this boy is like uh, it's a destitute. The woman brought milk, brought bread, and gave it to, to him. And the boy enjoyed it and walked away. After many, many years, the woman fell sick. And she went to a hospital. And... Uh, a surgery was conducted on her. I think it was a cancer. And after the treatment, when it was a few days for the woman to be discharged, the young man brought the bill, the doctor that attended to, to her. and said, Madam, this is your bill. And when the woman looked at it, the woman began to cry. Where am I going to get this kind of, I mean, this amount of money? And the doctor said, this is your bill, but all is being paid for. Everything has been paid. And the woman was shocked. Who paid for this? And the boy now said, that very boy that knocked on your door that day, that asked for water, and you gave him bread and chilled milk, the same boy has paid for, I mean, for your treatment. And the same boy conducted operation on you. And the same boy is the one standing before you. You see, when you see people that behave like bad person, they need to be talked to. Hello, me, I can't be weary. They need to be talked to. Life is not the way we think it is sometimes. Life is a very terrible teacher. 
that when you refuse to teach yourself, it will teach you in a better. It will teach you in a better way. Sometimes in a bitter and terrible way. Relationship. Human relationship has been one of the channels God has designed from creation to help us live a meaningful and fulfilled life in this world. When you look at Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, God looked at Adam with, with a pity and he said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Sometimes some people think that low-ranging is the best of life. The worst of a life that a woman can live is to be a lone ranger. Yes, you may not have, I mean, deep friends here and there. You may not get to too much relationship with people here and there. But every right mind person should always look for a way of establishing relationship with whoever comes around you. And if I go to exit the relationship, don't exist it with quarrel, with fight, with bitterness. Where do you get that? Do you see it in Jesus Christ? Or in any of the disciples? That when they want to exit a relationship with somebody, it is with the quarrel. They quarrel and quarrel and quarrel. Where do you find that as a Christian? The Lord look at the man and say, hey, you will be, your life will be miserable for you. Without a partner. You need someone to survive. You need someone to enjoy your life. And now I'm not just talking about marriage relationship. Yes, there are men that marry and they don't know the value of that woman. And there are women, there are women too that have men in their life and they don't know the value of the man they have. But relationship is something that you can't do without. So you must come to understand from now on that every individual God brings your way in your journey in this world is likely meant to be a channel of his help into your life. This may include your neighbor, even that one that looks like a stupid person, the one that, that, that one that often behaves crazy. May be a helper for you tomorrow. People in your workplace, your church members, your pastor, your schoolmates, your classmates, and the likes. God has a way why he brings you around them. Why he brings them your way. He has his own plan. And we need to understand that there are a lot of things that God will not do without channeling it through certain people. God is known for using a relationship with people that comes our way to channel his helps and blessings into our lives and for the generations of our children. Now today I want to, I want to take us through the biblical examples where loving human relationship became a platform God used to help certain individuals. We just read a passage now, but let me quickly take us through about three others before I return to that, uh, the one, the passage we read. The first one is that God used a dying Egyptian to help David to locate the hideout of his looters and recover all of his loss. When the 
Amalekite bandits raided Ziglag. And by the time that David returned, he was perplexed. That was in 1 Samuel chapter 30, from verses 11 downward. He was disturbed, confused, and perplexed. And he asked God, God should like pursue these people. And God spoke to him clearly. Pursue, for you surely recover. But the fact that God says that he should pursue and he will surely recover does not mean that God will do everything without involving any human being. And as David set out pursuing these people, he was looking for people whose whereabout he didn't know. And the Bible says, when he, they got to a point, his servants, they met one dying Egyptian. Egyptian is uh, Egyptian. And uh, his servant brought him to David. And the Bible says they gave him water. They gave him milk. They gave him bread. They gave him everything. They refreshed him. They established a relationship with him. As of the time they were taking care of him, probably they didn't know who he was. Whether he was among the raiders or not, they didn't know. They just met somebody that deserved their mercy, their compassion, and they waited to do that. Sometimes, the person that will help you tomorrow, you have overlooked him in his days of pain today. When he's in pain today, you will overlook him and you walk away. And he's going to be the one that will help you tomorrow. But you don't know. And after the man has been refreshed, David now asks him, who are you? Where are you from? And he said, and I'm, I'm an Egyptian. But he didn't stop at that. He looked at it that this one has helped me so much. Let me convey my sin. That I walk with, I'm a servant of an Amalekite. I'm a servant under him. I walk with him to raid this place, to raid this place. We raided about three cities, including Siglag. And we set Siglag on fire. And they said, yes, this is God's arrangement. And they asked him, can you please lead us to where they are hiding? Just promise that you will not kill me. And you will not hand me over to them. I will take you there very well. This man could have been considered as an inconsequential person. Somebody that was dying by the roadside. What can I say about, about him? Let me continue to pursue. And if David and his servant had left him by the roadside, they didn't establish a relationship with him, or they insulted him and they walked away, they will continue to wander around till the raiders will walk away. There are people today who are wandering around like that, and their helpers who are looking to them at this, like this. Oh, There are people like that. That those that God has positioned to help them, they've insulted such individuals, 
They've lambasted them. They've done all kinds of things to them. And they say, what you are looking for, we know where it is. But we will not tell you. You are a fool. Maybe you are, all, you are, you are Madam Hallwise. You are Mr. Hallwise. You will wander around the world. That thing you are looking for is we know how we have to, how to get it. But that little relationship then resorted to the help that David received from God in recovering all that the enemy had taken away. I pray that may you never use your hand to destroy relationship that will bring about your recovery and restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Even when you cannot sense it, God will grant you maturity and wisdom to manage it well in the name of Jesus Christ. Another example is in 2 Kings chapter 5. God used Naaman's wife's house gay, a slave as well, to help him find divine healing from leprosy. God had power to bring healing to, 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 to Naaman in his house, but God decided not to do it that way. God decided not to do it that way. This is another seemingly inconsequential person. A slave in the house. A house guy. But God has positioned this little guy in Naaman's family as a connector to divine help. And if the family had not managed their relationship with this guy, this little guy, prior to this time, it's possible they might have missed out the plan of God to help them. And beyond that, that, that little girl, there was another servant that God also used to help Naaman to achieve his healing agenda from God. Why not one of their children? Wow, a house girl. Let me tell you, sometimes that small girl in your house, that small boy in your house, may have an idea that is coming from God that none of your children may not have access to. Because sometimes, but sometimes as human beings, we are so foolish. You look at another person's child and you will tell that child, I hate you with passion. Telling a small boy, a small girl, I hate you. Go and die. What you cannot utter to your own, to your own, any of your own children. If this family had maltreated this girl, just begin, begin to imagine. Maltreated her so much. Even when the guy knew that, oh, there's a prophet in Samaria that can heal Oga, she will never talk out. She will never say it. He has not seen anything. That leprosy will graduate and graduate and will consume everything in him. Useless people. But because probably this woman had treated this girl just like one of her children. And each time, and Ogatu, probably Ogatu also loved this girl so much, not treating her as a slave. And one day the girl woke up and said, What can I do to help this family? And she went to the madam and said, Mommy, and if only daddy can go to Samaria, we have a prophet there that can cure him. 
and the wife quickly went to the husband. Hear what uh, this girl said, though. Because she was brought through a raid. In Samaria, she was brought to the house through a raid. That, that in their city, there is a great prophet there that can cure this. And immediately, oh, see, it takes a level of relationship for an army general to trust as gay. As gay suggestion. We answer or can you say that some of us here, when you are joking, you're cracking joke in your house with your children, and your house may try to put his mouth. You know the way you treat that guy. God bless my father. At a time that things were tough for us in the family, and most of my uncles would come in and I say, ah, let me go with this one, let me go with my father. I said, not in my lifetime. Even the worst of poverty. As long as I'm alive, none of my children will live with anybody. I've, I've seen human beings in their true nature. That will help you to train your child can never be the way they would train their own child. So my father will say, we insist, if you want to help them, bring whatever you want to use to help them under my roof. They are not going out. They are not. I brought them to this world and I'm going to take care of them. I don't care not having a clue on me. I'm going to take care of them by myself. So if you can't help them from distance, go with your help. And all of us were grateful to him for that. Because some of us have lived under other people's roof. I know you have your, your stories. I've seen some people, individuals, are smiling. You have some stories you are permitted to open your mouth. How you are treated far, far lesser than the children of those who host you. So for this army general, the commander, the chief of defense of a nation, to listen to the, the, to the suggestion, to the idea of a house gay, it means that daddy was a daddy to all of them. And the man quickly carried himself and went to, the, to, to, to his king, to the king of Syria, and said, this is what I had, though. And the king said, I'll give you a letter to Samaria king, so that through him you get to the prophet. To the prophet. And that was how God connected him. God wanted to help him, but that is the relationship that God must use. And when he was even messing up for lack of faith, when Elijah said, go to Jordan, dip yourself there three times, I said, me, pride wanted to kill him. Me, a whole chief of defense of Nigeria, and forces to go and bathe in dirty water. Ah, leprosy would rather stay. I'm not going. You see, pride. Sometimes I, I, I laugh when I see people in problem. Real trouble. Trouble they cannot deliver themselves. And I see arrogant. They are proudful. Sometimes God allows challenges of life to humble us so that we can get close to him and we can also have time to listen to others. And when he said, help me, I will do that. And one of his servants also. <laughs> if you have seen the way a servant or a very low-ranking officer relates with general, 
And then Lieutenant General. Well, no guy is talking. You don't, you don't put your mouth into anything that has to do with, with his life. Especially his personal life. Something that's personal to him. You don't just put your mouth. It takes a level of relationship that has taken place between you. Before you can see your guy. And it's not like that too. If you go there and enter yourself, and then you, you are killed. No, that, that, that doesn't, doesn't do anything. At least try it for us to confirm whether that man is truly a prophet or not. Try it now. Not doing it now, you will not be able to make to prove your point. And he listened. He listened. If that relationship has not been there, say, me, talk to a guy. So that will call me animal. You call me monkey. You call me all kinds of names. You know the way superior officers used to harass those who are under them. When you talk and you misfire, they will look at your face. Shut up! Stupid animal! Chimpanzee! They call them all kinds of names. Say, before a guy will call me Chimpanzee, that my father has not called me, make her shut my mouth. Chimpanzee, don't bear the car. It's the one carrying leprosy around. I'm not the one. I ain't letting him be carrying it around now. But they look at him. The, the young man look at him. No. My ogre, myself, and ogre. Yes, the gap is wide, but it's like a father to all of us. We shouldn't allow this pride to make him return back home with leprosy. Ogre, try now. Try. And when he tried, he received his miracle. Relationship. Relationship. Another example, look at the case of Mordecai. Mordecai in Esther chapter 6, from verses 1 to 10. Let me just read verses 1 and 2. On that night, the king could not sleep. And he gave orders to bring the book of memorable deeds, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written out Mordecai had told about Big Tana and Teres, two of the king's enoch, who guided the threshold and who are sought to lay hands on King Azarus. There was a time in the history of Persia that the king's you know, servants in the palace, two of them conspired to kill the king. They want to carry out a coup d'etat. And um, Mordecai suspected or probably overheard them and said, No, no, this king is not a Jew, he's not an Israelite. But as long as we are under his kingdom, I should be loyal to him. I've seen Christians that are rebellious because your guy is not born again. What is your business? Because he's not born again, you are not loyal to him. Is that Bible? Whether it's born again or not born again, it's not your business. As long as it doesn't give you unrighteous instruction to, to carry out, you are bound to obey him. So this is the king under whose authority I serve. No, I won't allow this. Even whatever will be the gate. And they went and reported the matter. And the thing was unfolded and the king was able to escape the, assass the assassination. But nobody remembered. But while he was doing it, probably he never imagined that this would be a platform that God will use to lift me in life. Let me just do good and walk away. 
Looting here today, looting here tomorrow. Throw this one there, throw that one there. We won't know which one God is going to use to achieve his purpose in your life. He just did it and walked away. And all of a sudden, the time came for God to lift him. And God will not go and tell the king, Oh king, listen, carry Mordecai. I promote him. God will not do that. God is a God of order. What God just did was that. King. And the king woke up. The Bible says he could not sleep. And he remembered. Ah! This is an injustice. Ungodly. Someone rescued my life. And up to today, the person had never been rewarded. At that point, God was at work. But God will not promote Mordecai without going through the king. If Mordecai has never done any good deed, that will make the king to have something to stand on, to promote him, there's nothing God will do. That is it. And when God will do that, God used someone that was plotting to kill him to recommend his lifting. Haman was coming to the palace to see the king, to recommend to the king that, oh, he should be hanged. And then as they were talking, the king was exchanging, I mean, a conversation with his palace servants and say, who is there that will help me to recommend what to do? And that one said, I'm a today. And I'm just walking, thinking that God wants to, I mean, the king wants to bless him with something. I said, I'm tell me, what do you think that we should do to honor someone that the king loves? And inside of him, I'm the one now, it can be another person. It's William. God will keep you away from evil people. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. He had concluded that no other person now, it should be me. And he recommended the best. The king's robe, put it on him. The king's crown, put it on him. So that at least he will be a king for one day. The king's horse, put, put him on the horse and take him around the city. And let someone begin, become, a tank, become a tank crier. Come and see the man that the king has choose to honor. And the king said, go ahead and carry out your recommendation of Mordecai. At that point, if I am, I will faint at that point. I will faint and never to come back. That is the worst humiliation that God can do for, for, for a wicked person. And he doesn't, he can't say no now. Where the word of a king is authority, is power. And he quickly went and did that one. And he was crying inside. Because if he shed tears, king can cut off his head. He was crying inside. You know, when you are crying inside, and you cannot shed tears on the outside. And he decorated, he did everything, and he became a tank crier. The palace head, the head of all these palace staff, became a tank crier. God will debase your enemy. If they refuse to repent, God will debase them. 
And he began to cry, come and see, oh, come and see. The man that the king had I mean, chosen to honor, come and see, oh, ah! Relationship. Now let's go to the, 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 the fourth one that uh, from the passage we read earlier. God leveraged on Jonathan's loving relationship with David to help Mephibosheth. In that uh, second Samuel chapter 9, three things happened to Mephibosheth because of the good relationship between David, King David, and uh, his late father. David emphasized it twice that I want to have somebody from Saul's family for Jonathan's sake. He emphasized it two times. Not just because I want to help. Mm -mm. I want to help for Jonathan's sake. When Jonathan was developing a good relationship with David, he didn't know that he would not even be alive to reap the reward of his good relationship. He didn't know. He didn't know that he was going to die young with his father. He didn't know. He was just a pure, kind-hearted young man. And for love, he sacrificed so much for David. Even when the father looked at him and said, you are a bastard. Don't you know that if I don't kill the son of Jesse, he will be the one that will be the next king. He will take the throne that belongs to you. And that boy knew. I know already that David is going to be the next king. And he told David, when they got into that bush, where he went and told David to run away, never to come back to the palace again. He said, I know that God has favored you. You are going to be the next king. But don't forget me when you become the king. If you are to be a bad person like his father, it will be the one that will lure David to where the father will be able to kill him conveniently. But one day, look at his father in the face. He said, Father, what has this young man done you? If Place his life online for your, for your kingdom, for your throne. He faced Goliath that no one was ready, to, was ready to face. What else do you want him to do? What has he done you? And the father looked at him, carried javelin. Pew! So you are a son of a, of a strange woman. That was the day that his, his, his mother became a strange woman in, in Saul's house. You know, men sometimes we are funny. When that boy is behaving where is your son? Any days, behaving abnormal, is uh, your father, I mean, your wife's uh, son that day. I've been out. I said, Omali, no. And I was said, No, Baba, I'm not Omali. You are the one behaving like Omali. And uh, Jonathan was so passionate to ensure that both in good time and in bad time, this relationship with David is sustained. Imagine the son of David was the son, a son of a, 
just a shepherd. And then the prince, the first son of the king, forgot about royalty, forget about the, the, the throne, and he decided to establish a solid relationship with a nobody's child. There are some of us that once we, we are coming from a background that is a little bit fear of better than others. You begin to walk on your shoulders. I begin to look for egg water. As many that are not very close to you or whatever, you don't have anything to do with them. Life is not like that. Though. A day of adversity may come and those you think that are in your rank may not be able to help because they have not been positioned by God to be your helper. So Jonathan never knew that what he was doing that time, he would not be alive to receive it. And after Jonathan had been killed, David was on the throne under two kingdoms for seven and a half years. As if Israel had forgotten everything that has happened. As of that time, David couldn't do anything. He was still waiting. Until when the remaining ten kingdoms came to him and begged him to become their king too. And became king over the entire twelve Israel. Twelve tribes. It was after that he now remembered ah, that this is the time to pay my friend back. You know, the way he mourned for Jonathan's death. Go and read the Bible. He wailed. He mourned seriously. He mourned seriously. That is someone that understands and values relationship. I wish my friend would be alive today. So that we can enjoy the throne together. For the friend that gone. And it came to him that no. Let me find out. Maybe there's someone left in his family. That I can show kindness to for the sake of Jonathan. The question you and I need to ask ourselves this morning. Is that can someone look at any of our seed, any of our children face to face and say, I'm ready to help you for your father's sake, for your mother's sake. There are Christians today that if their son or daughter mention their name where they need favor, that favor will never come. That favor will never come. Can your son go out and, and proudly Mention the name of his father, the name of his mother. Believing that no, once that name is mentioned, I know that help will come. That's why I say that uh, I said, whatever you are doing, good or bad, today is coming back to you tomorrow. You may, it, may, you may, it may come to you directly or indirectly, but that will not come. It's a joke. It will come back. It will come back. That is the way God designed to run our lives in this world. So if Jonathan had not established good relationship with, with David, probably Jonathan would have died the way he died. Because God has ordained that David is going to, is going to be a king at a time. And nothing can stop that. 
Even if the other that will not happen. Nothing could have stopped that. But by the time Saul died, Jonathan died, Mephibosheth would have, would have been rotten and died wretched. Because the father that gave birth to him could not leave be, look behind to take care of him. And nobody is around to take care of him. In fact, the boy had looked at it and know life has finished for us. And he relocated to Lodeba. Lodeba in biblical times is a place like ghetto. The remaining of Lodeba is no pasture, no life, no, no, anything good. That is a land of nothing good. That was where he relocated to. To stay with one of his uncle. Because he was lame. And that is why when the king, David, was asking, is there any person from Saul's house that can help for the sake of Jonathan? When Ziba will come around, he never forget to put that uh, adjective. Yes, there is one of your garrison, but is a crippled. He's lame. He's useless. He's good for nothing. What do you want to use him for? Oh, king, what do you want to use him for? Because that one didn't know where the king was going. And he couldn't understand the kind of relationship that was between the king and Jonathan. David was so restless that I just need someone. Wealth has come, power has come, honor has come, glory has come. No, someone from Jonathan's family was here out of it. May your children wake up one day and raise their, their hands up, even after you have gone, to say, bless the Lord for the life that my father lived, for the life that my, my, my mother lived. That for the life they lived, that is what I am enjoying today. Ziba said, no, the one that was left behind cannot be useful in the palace because in their own time, what is the lame person looking for in the palace? You don't dare even get to the to palace gate. Anywhere the king is, anything that is below normal doesn't enter in their own time. That's why lepers live outside the, outside of the city. Once you are disabled, you are not human being. But because of relationship, God used that relationship, old relationship, between his father and King David to do three things in his life. One, restoration. David said, he told, he told, he told uh, Mephibosheth, he said, I'm going to restore to you all the landed property and everything that your father saw left behind. Because once a king take over, he take over the property of the former kings. I'm going to restore everything back to you. I pray that the one the Lord will use to restore you, he will position him where you can get him or her in the name of Jesus Christ. And every relationship you need to establish to bring that to pass, God will grant you the power to establish it in Jesus' name. So he was restored 
by divine help through the platform of relationship. Number two was that he was repositioned. He was repositioned. He said from today, you will begin to hit on the same table with me. You will hit on my table always. You are not going back to Lodebao. You begin to hit on the same table with me. And the young boy could not hold his head. Ah, oh king. How come that a dead dog like, my, like myself will enjoy this kind of kindness? And I believe the king will smile. Your father did more than that for me. If not for, for your father, probably I wouldn't have been alive to be on the throne today. Thank God he was a grateful person. We have him great in the world today, even among Christians. It's only when you help them they know. Once they receive the help, bam. Even they can spoil your name after they've received the help. They don't care. It was repositioned from low table to the high table. It was repositioned from back seat to the front seat, from poverty to plenty, and from, 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 from a nobody to become somebody. It was repositioned. And the king said, I'm going to reposition you from a slave to master. And the king instructed his grandfather's servant, Ziba, said, from today, look, check that passage very well. He said, you, you have 15 sons, making 16, and your 20 servants, all of you, hereby declare Mephibosheth slaves or servants. And Ziba said, yes, sir, my lord. That is God. Relationship. Someone who was living in Lodeba like nobody now became a master. That the place you will have enjoyed if your father were to be alive, you are going to enjoy that place. That position, you are going to enjoy it. And he said, all of you, the whole 30, 30, 36 of you, you will farm for this boy. You will bring everything to him and so that he will enjoy himself and live in plenty. And lastly, he relocated him. Divine help relocated him. He located him from Lodeba to Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the city, I mean, the country capital. From Bimbiluku village. Now, from Arigidana village. I don't know whether from somebody from Arigidana is here. From Arigidana village. Now! To Abuja. And you'll be living with me in Nazorok. If your father labors so much in relationship with somebody, and tomorrow you are enjoying that kind of thing, won't you be happy? I pray this year, the help of God will position you. Amen. Divine help will relocate you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. So he was located from a dry land to a fruitful land. God changed everything about him. In conclusion, what are we saying? Today the Lord is saying, from today, learn to value 
and cherish your relationship with others because your life depends on it. I'm just giving a summary of all that I've said. One, that's from today, learn to value and cherish your relationship with others because your life depends on it. Number two, from today, labor to nurture your relationship with others. Labor to nurture your relationship with others because you may need it tomorrow or someday. Labor to nurture that relationship. Sometimes relationship that will pay you in the future, devil will not want that relationship to stand. Hello? Sometimes you don't know why you are fighting somebody today. All the time you just fight and fight. You, can, you ask yourself that question. Why, what, what am I, why am I so crazy? Why fighting this person from time to time? Probably what devil is trying to do is that this is the person that will live to you in the future. Destroy him that bed today. Fight him very well today. In such a way that the person will hate you so much that when the time to help you come, he or she will never remember you. You may need that relationship tomorrow. And lastly, number three, from today, make every sacrifice to sustain your relationship with others because the devil doesn't want you to have any. The devil doesn't want anybody to have a good relationship with other people because he knows the blessing therein. He knows what God can do with it. So we need to understand that it's a fool that gets peace off easily with every relationship. The wise take time to, to build, to nurture, to sustain, and pay every price for an enduring and a rewarding relationship. I pray that this year, every relationship that, 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 that we have broken to pieces for lack of patience, for no readiness to, no readiness to, make, to, to make sacrifice, the Lord will help us to mend them in the name of Jesus Christ. Every relationship that we have broken, that eventually hinder the blessing of our children in the future or our blessings today, the power, the grace to mend it, the Lord will give unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to begin to pray to God. It is raining all around me. I can feel it, the lottery, ride on Jesus, give us more until we are soon, until we are in the lottery. It is raining, it is raining, all around me, all around me. I can feel it, the lottery, right on Jesus, he was morning, until we are wet, until we are so lottery, it is raining, oh, it is raining, all around me, all around me, I don't Jesus. 
if you can stand up, you can stand up so that we pray together. I want you to praise the Father. Give me wisdom and maturity to design and sustain every relationship orchestrated by you to help my life both now and for the future. Father, grant me wisdom. Grant me maturity to design and to sustain every relationship orchestrated by you to help me now and to help my future. Will you pray to the Lord? Pray to the Lord, pray to the Lord. You need the help of God this season. And God is saying, one of the channels by which I can release my help to you is through your relationship with others. Pray to God, Father. Give me wisdom. Give me maturity to design, to design and to sustain every relationship orchestrated by heaven to help me. There are relationships that were orchestrated not by you but by God. It's only that you can sense it. How come that you and that person begin to gravitate towards one another? It's for a purpose. If not for today, it may be for tomorrow. Pray to God. There are certain relationships we don't just throw away. Even when enemy is trying to, to destroy it. Father, help me. Go and find out those who are on the top today. Majority of them rush through the, the, the shoulder of certain individuals. They rush through relationship with certain individuals. Somebody will recommend somebody. Somebody will suggest somebody. Why? That I will not have value for relationship. Pray to God. Father, deliver me from every human nature given to me by the devil to deny me your help and so change my destiny. Deliver me from every human nature given to me by the devil to deny me the help that I deserve from you. Human nature like pride, like intolerant attitude, you are so touchy. Like perfectionist tendency. You are the only wise. You are it's very difficult for you to believe in others. Human nature like selfishness, like unforgiving spirit. Deliver me from that nature. The nature that will make me to despise my heaven sent helper. Now some of you here, you can backbite about another person, talk all kind of ill, talk about all kind of evil. And you tell me that in the person's company tomorrow, an opportunity will come. Opportunity that you can handle and that will turn your life around. I will think that the person will recommend you. Never. It will take God waking the person up in the midnight and say, you must do it for me. But at ordinary level, never. They would rather prefer to look for someone far away. Pray to God. 
Father, deliver me from every satanic attitude that, that are placing me to deny me your head. There are people that are supposed to have gone far in life. But everyone that's supposed to have helped them will always remember one thing in their life. One thing they have done bad. One thing in their life. Why? Why? That when heaven taught someone to help you, the person will remember one bad thing. One terrible nature in you. Pray to God. Father, keep that nature. Let fire fall and destroy that nature in me before that nature destroy me. This is a new year, Lord. I'm turning a new leaf. I'm turning a new leaf. I'm choosing to forgive everyone that have hurt me. I'm choosing to, to mend every broken relationship around me. I'm ready to go to someone that I've hurt and tell the person sorry. It's pride that will not make you to go and tell somebody you hurt sorry. And that shows that you are not a child of God. Father, help me, Lord. That's why I'm out of prayer we pray. If our relationship with God and with people is bad, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. God, help me. Now I want you to pray. I want you to lift your hands unto the Lord and say, Father, grant me help that will restore me this year. Help that will restore me. Help that will reposition me. Help that will relocate me from where I've been all these years to where I'm supposed to be. I don't want to sing the same story, sing the same song this year. I don't know for you, but for me and my household, we want to sing a new song, a different song. A song of lifting. A song of repositioning. A song of restoration. Father, grant me help. Help that will restore me. That will restore all that I've lost. Grant me help, Lord. Help that will reposition me from back seat to the front seat. Help that will relocate me. From where I've been over the years to where God wants me to be. Lord, lift me, Lord. Lift me, lift me. Pray to God for a lifting this year. Pray to him for a lifting. How many of us want promotion this year? Just tell the Lord. The Lord, I need promotion for myself. I need for my children. They have been stagnated for a long period of time. The story must change this year. Things must turn around this year. I need a lifting for my husband. I need a lifting for my wife. There must be a change this year. There must be a change this year. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, 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 pray. The Father, let there be a change. Let there be a change. The story must change. Let heaven rewrite our story. Let the fingers of God be at work. To rewrite my story this year for good. 
I can see the fingers of God rewriting my story. Oh, today, oh, rewriting my story. I can see the finger of God rewriting my story. Today, oh, rewriting my story. I can see the finger of God rewriting my story. Yes, Lord. Oh, today, oh, rewriting my story. I can see the finger of God rewriting my story. Can you see the finger of God in writing your story? I can see, I can see the hand of God in writing my story and that of my family this year. I can see the finger of God writing promotion, writing lifting, writing perfect head, writing prosperity. I can see the finger of God writing concerning my family. Will you please sing that song with faith? I can see the finger of God writing my story. I can see the finger of God writing my story. Rewriting my story. Making nothing anew in my life. Making things are new in my life. I can see the finger of God writing my story. Today, who writing my story? Writing my story. Today, I want you to cry to God. The Father arise on my behalf. I work out your purpose in my life by your mighty power this year. Arise on my behalf. And by your mighty power, work out your purpose for me and for my family. I don't know whether you discover that you are living less than the purpose of God. You have not arrived at your destiny. I want you to pray to God. The Father, arise on my behalf. <laughs> arise, O Lord. And let your power be at work in me to work out your purpose for me and for my household. That which is in your mind to do for me and, your, and my family, let your power work it out. That which you determined to do for my children this year. Oh God, they are beyond what I can handle by myself. Let your power work it out. 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 Today is our last day of waiting on him for the past 21 days. Father, today, this is one thing I'm asking for. Let your hand rest upon my life. Let your power rest upon my life to work out 
your purpose for my life for this year and for the years to come. Every power that has been defeating your purpose over my life, over the years, I command them to hang off this year. I beat them down. Every power working against your plan and purpose for my life. Father, I command them to hang off. I beat them down by fire. Let your power rest upon me. That wherever I go these days, this year 2022, your powers are be at work in me to work out your purpose, to work out your plan. That where they need to say yes to me, no one will be able to say no. That whatever need to respond to me this year, by your power they will respond. Whatever need to live my life this year so that I can be free, by your power they will live my life. Whatever story that must change in my life this year, by your mighty power, they will change. What you are going through is not beyond what God can handle. That's what I want us to know. It is not beyond what God can handle. Call upon his name. The Lord Jesus is here this morning. He's here to bless your life. He's here to set you free. He's here to meet your need. He's here to rewrite your story. He's here to turn things around for you. He's here to give you peace. He's here to give you joy. His power is able to cancel every negativity in the life of your daughters, in the life of your son. His power is here to cancel them. Holy Spirit, we need you. Come, sweet Spirit, we pray. Come, in your strength and your power. Come, in your own special way. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, we need Ask the Holy Spirit to come. He is the helper, the chief helper. Ask him to come into your life and situation now. Ask him to come. He is the chief helper according to the scripture. Come in your special way. We have no power over whom. We have no Power of our own. We confess to you, Holy Spirit of the Lord. We have no power of our own. Personalize it. I have no power of my own. Oh Lord, I have no power of my own. 
I want you to cry to the Lord this morning. Yes. Holy Spirit of the Lord, I have no power. Power of my own, I have no. Yes, Lord. Power of my own. I have no. Rika Kuriamba Yatayende Regege. Ruma Kasonto Libra Katayana. Yeria Basonte Libayande Regege. Limaria Basonto Lobre Keliba Bayana Raya. Cry to the Lord, cry to the Lord, cry to the Lord. You have struggled so much over that matter. You have struggled so much over that matter. Cry to the Lord for help. Cry to Him for help. Cry to Him for help. Your help is on the way. Your help is on the way. Cry, cry, cry. Cry to Him. Cry to Him. I hear God says, that someone's help is on the way. Someone's help is on the way. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's about to reach you now. In the next two minutes, I want you to cry to God genuinely. I don't know what you are struggling with. You. I have my own, you have your own. But cry to him. Today, I need a turn around. A turn around. Today, Lord, I confess before you if I have had my own power to fight this matter, to undo this case, I would have done it long ago. Lord, I don't have power of my own. I depend on you, oh Lord. This matter in the life of my husband, this matter in the life of my wife, this matter in the life of one of my children, mention that name, mention that, that situation. If I have my own power, I will have done it, Lord. I lift up my, head, my eyes unto thee. From where comes my head? My head will come from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, says the scripture. Lord, I come to you on the ground of this scripture. The Father, I look up unto you. I have no power of my own. I only trust you, Lord, that this year you wipe away my tears. This year you will clean my tears. You wipe away my sorrow. You put an end to that stigma. Oh, Lord, arise in your power. Arise for me. Arise for me. Arise for me. Marere mosuto lega yanga gagaya. Le maratoni ambasente libro boshinte ye. Le kerimo sopre kese tayana. Holy Ghost. Move around and do your work. Do your work in our lives today. Yes, Lord. Take away all sickness. Take away every disease. Take away every infirmity. Devil, pack your load and go. Pack your load and go. Pack your load and go.
Father, because there is no other person I can turn to. I've run here and there. The help was, was not coming forth. Lord, I have struggled and struggled. I achieved nothing. Father, let your help come. Let your help come. Let your help come. Let your help come. That thing that made me to weep, to cry in the secret, to throw my face in the open. Let your help come. Let your help come. Let your help come. Let your help come. Take away my disgrace, Lord. Take away my reproach. Take away my reproach. Every emblem of shame. Father, take them away. 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 name we are praying. Whatever posture you want to take, you can take. If you, want, if you feel comfortable to kneel down, you can kneel down. Those that cannot kneel down, just be on your seat. But as many that can be on their knees, I want us to go down our knees. Those headly ones that cannot be, that cannot go kneel down, just be on your seat. Tell the Lord that I submit all. Before this altar today, I submit my struggle. I don't know the number you have. That's the last prayer you're going to pray. Tell him, I submit my struggle. The thing is killing me. I submit my struggle. I submit it before you. I submit it. Your word says that I should cast my body on you. For you care for me. Lord, on this premise, I have come. And I throw them to you. Jesus, you said, come unto me, all you that labor and every laden. I will give you rest. Lord, I need that rest now. My soul has been troubled so much over matters that I cannot, I cannot undo by myself. Come in, oh Lord, come in, come in. Come in and take care of them. Take care of them, oh God. Come and handle them. I cast my body on you today, Lord. I drop them at your feet. I drop them. I'm not going home with them again. I'm, what I'm going home with is testimonies. That as I rise up from here, I'm going back home with testimonies. Not with, this, not with the same story. Not with the same story. Ah! For my son, wherever he is, for my daughter, wherever he, he, she is, what I want to hear now is testimonies. Because I've come to drop this on his behalf. I've come to drop, drop this on her behalf. 
drop everything. He's able to meet our needs. He's able to care for us. Thank you, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we bow before you this afternoon. You are the one who called us when you, we were wandering away in the world, you asked us to come unto you that you would take care of us. And we have come. We have come with all the troubles in our lives. We have come with all that is beckoning for your help in our lives. We have come with all the matters that are beyond us that we cannot handle by our strength. Father, you have promised us this year that you are going to help us. As we bow before you this, this afternoon, we laid our troubles, our challenges, our headaches, our pains, our sicknesses, our afflictions, we laid them down at your feet. We laid them down at the feet of the cross. And we ask, oh God, let heaven open. Let help from above come. In the name of Jesus. Let help from above come. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray. Let your spirit rest upon us today. Father, we receive divine empowerment to activate your purpose for our lives. In the name of Jesus. Father, as we rise up from here this afternoon, we rise up, O oh Lord, to sing a new song, to celebrate, and to begin to testify. In the name of Jesus. Father, you asked me to tell someone here today that is or her help is on the way. And in few days to come, he or she will receive the help. Yeah. Father, it is so in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Every help that has defied, every situation that has defied human help, Lord, we bring them before you today. Exercise your power. Execute your judgment over them. In the name of Jesus. Father, whatever that is dead in our lives, let the power of the Holy Spirit activate it today. In the name of Jesus. As many that are here today, whose problem is sickness upon sickness, I declare by the power of the Holy Spirit that every tree of sickness in your life is cut down today. In the name of Jesus Christ. We cut it down and we set it on fire. In the name of Jesus Christ. We command those sickness to disappear right now from your body. 
In the name of Jesus Christ. From the sand of your head to the sole of your feet, wherever they are hiding, wherever they are locked up, we chase them out by the authority in the name of Jesus. And we get them out of your life, out of your family, out of your home, in Jesus' name. We send them back to where they came from. From today, begin to live early. Begin to live early. Sun Earth is your portion. Sun Earth is your heritage. In the name of Jesus. As many that have been living in perpetual debt, you are delivered from the power of debt. In the name of Jesus. Heaven is closing gate of debt. In your life, in the name of Jesus. God will send up to you. All the debt will be paid off. And you shall be free completely. In the name of Jesus Christ. As many that are struggling with their business. And the business is not coming forth. I declare an increase. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. From left, right, front and back. There shall be overwhelming patronage. In the name of Jesus God will deposit into your mind business idea that will boom you. In the name of Jesus. It will deposit in your mind the business idea that will bring prosperity. In the name of Jesus. As many that are salary earners and the salaries no longer sustain you, I pray that God will open your eyes to all the opportunities he has for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. As many that are crying for the change of job, you have credentials that are far, far higher than where you are. This year, the Lord that relocated Mephibosheth, by the same power, he will relocate you. From where you are, to a job that will commensurate with your credentials in the name of Jesus Christ. God is changing that job. He's giving you a better one. A better one. A better one. In the name of Jesus. As many whose womb is waiting for baby. Today, we receive your baby from heaven. Receive them. Receive them. Receive them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every power that has been contending against your womb from receiving the babies. Today, we release God's judgment over such powers. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every contender Contending against your conception. We release fire of God upon them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Receive your babies. The boys and the girls. In the name of Jesus Christ. Before this year runs out. We shall celebrate with you. You will carry your babies. We shall celebrate with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Receive divine help. 
In the name of Jesus Christ. As many who are struggling over their children. Children whose lives are not stable. They are of age, but their life is not stable. I declare today divine settlement for them. God will establish them. Every wind of life blowing them here and there, front and back, destabilizing their life, we command them to remain calm in the name of Jesus Christ. This year, the Lord will locate them. We locate them with his, with his help, with his orchestrated helpers. In the name of Jesus. Those children will call you this year. And they will say, Mommy, Daddy, this year is sweet. So shall it be. In the name of Jesus. Every power that will be working against the plan of God for them. Today, we declare God's judgment over such powers. In the name of Jesus Christ. As many, Lord, that are trusting you for life partner. Or they are praying for their children for life partner. They are already due. Father, I pray. That man that you are prepared for that lady. That lady that you are prepared for that man. That young man. Father, Lord. This year, bring them together. Bring them together. In the name of Jesus Christ. If there is anyone among them that have been covered with satanic covering that will make men, correct men to see them. Lord, today, we remove that veil. We remove that cover. In the name of Jesus, we release thunder from heaven. We release fire from heaven. To remove such veils. To remove such cover. Every power masking their beauty. Every power masking their glory. We, we destroy you today. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Correct men will begin to see your daughters. The right persons for them will come for them. This season they will come for them. In the name of Jesus. Your son will locate the right lady. The right lady. None of them will enter into error. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of deceit. That might want to manipulate them to misuse. Father. We separate them from such spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father. Lord I pray for our little children. As many that are becoming troublesome to their parents. As many oh God. Whose age, whose life is already consuming the parents' income. As many whose parents are almost living in fear. Whether this child will survive or not. I declare today. I ask that the wind of God's glory blow over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. The power of the Lord blow over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let the power of the Lord erode every deposit of the devil. Into your life. Let the power of the Lord erode them away. Out of your life today. In Jesus name. All that enemy has deposited into your life. To afflict you and afflict your parent. Today. The fire of the Lord consumed them. And you are set free. You are set free. 
you are set free. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Lord, all of us are here before you. And we are saying, be our shepherd this year. Lead us aright. Guide us through the way. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let this year be a beautiful year for us. Let it be a pleasant year for us. There shall be no cry in our house. No room for money. In the name of Jesus Christ. And it shall be well with us. On every side. In the name of Jesus Christ. This year in this church we shall celebrate and celebrate. It shall be celebration upon celebration. God will take us beyond our imagination. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you mighty father. Thank you glorious God. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is done. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is done. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is done. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is done. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord. Oh Tisheo. Baba Tisheo. As we bring this worship service to a close, let's open our booking to him 438, M438. 438. Make me a channel of blessing. Is your love a channel of blessing? Is the love of God flowing through you? Are you telling the laws of the Savior? Are you ready in service to do? Make me a channel of blessing today. Make me a channel of blessing, I pray. My life possessing, my service blessing, make me a channel of blessing today. In 438. Your life, I try. 
coming back in the evening we have closed the fasting this afternoon 